Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, stand by. This is Tanner and Drew's Donkey Show. Yeah. yeah, what's happening? Thanks for checking out Tanner and Drew's Donkey Show podcast on a Monday, May 10th, 2021. I'm Tanner. Drew's there. Buster S. Marcus is on the mic. Sup. Sup, bro. Sup. Sup. Sup, dude. Sup. Marcus just told us off the uh, off the air a second ago that he, he almost got a hole in one over the weekend. It was so close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sent the, uh, the picture there to Drew. Um, I hit the cup with it, man, on the fly, and it kicked it like 15 feet past the hole, which really pissed me off, but... Yeah, you can um, see right there, Tanner. He clipped the cup. Mm-hmm. So a, an inch over or whatever, and it goes. What's interesting, I don't know if you guys have COVID in Eugene or not, but when you golf at a golf course up here, no matter basically no matter where you are, there's a giant sponge in the hole now so that it's less mitts in the, in the bin. And this is yeah. the first time I've seen a hole without that in a while. They had some things like that. Um, I've also been to courses that have this cool little contraption that um, there's basically a metal plate that sits in the bottom of the cup that's around the pin. And then there's a little piece of metal that comes up with a hook on it. And it's meant for you to grab with your putter and you pull the little plate up and your ball just rolls out out on the ground. Yeah. And those are really cool. But I haven't, it's been months since they've had foam in the holes out here. People have been grabbing the pins and stuff um, for, I would say, since. The beginning of the year, at least. How great would it have been the week we talked about, you know, that woman getting two hole-in-ones in 23 minutes or, you know, five in a lifetime? Yeah. The same week, it would have been great if Marcus ended it with getting a hole-in-one. Like all, awesome. all we had to do was talk about it? Yeah, Boom. right. That would have been nice. I would have been, if he would have hit that in, I'd be like, okay, we need to have another conversation about it <laughs> so I can maybe get a chance at that. At least once a week, let's bring it up. Yeah. Especially over the summertime. Well... Uh, what do you get? When, when are you gonna go again, Marcus? Because that's probably got a little fire under your ass, I would assume. Oh, dude, I was well. That was actually so. I was 16 holes into my round at that point, and um, I, I just kind of walked off the course with a big smile on my face. I shot the lowest score that I've that I've uh, shot um, all year. In fact, probably into last year too. So I'll be out there again this week very soon. I, like when something like that happens uh, at the beginning of the season, when I'm kind of tuning myself up and going out to the driving range a lot. I'll get this itch that I can't even scratch. Like now I just want to play golf all summer long. That's yeah. where I'm at. And and I won't leave that mindset. So mm-hmm. I look so nice and peaceful out there, especially early in the morning. I remember when we did the, uh, our bacon and beer from what is it? Glenn, uh, um, Glenn, Glenn Devere, Glenn Devere golf course. Yes. Place was incredible. And there's a feeling mm. when the sun comes yeah. up on a course mm. and that, there's still that dew. That morning feel, you know, the sprinklers are on, so you get the sound of that. Birds are chirping. You know, just such a relaxing, peaceful feel. I've never actually played golf, but it looks like a lot of fun. Shit, I just like to drive around drinking beer and 
Yeah, yeah. drive a little golf cart around. That, that sounds like that sounds like a lot of fun. A big part of golf, like the introduction, like the way that I got my wife into it, and I'm I'm Marcus can speak for himself, but a lot of guys, the way that they will get someone who isn't necessarily into golf into it is. It's that serene feeling you're talking about mixed with a golf cart, some cold beverages, and try not to yell at said person. Yeah. And you will, I mean, most people end up loving it because you can play it till you're old. You can play it if you're not fast or you don't jump high. You can still be great at golf. Right. I think that's, it's the, any, like, and I say this when I explain golf uh, to my, to people who don't understand why we play is, I will. Ne- it doesn't matter how much I practice. I will never walk out on a basketball court and you'll be like, damn, that move you just pulled right there, that was just like Michael Jordan. That will not happen. But any person could have one swing that looks like Tiger Woods. You can't do it over and over because you're not Tiger Woods. But that that's a different feeling to be like, wow, that was perfection for a second. I will hold on to that. What are the, yeah. uh, what are the golf courses like in places like Vegas? Uh, they're, I mean, they're great resort courses. They're typically, uh, um, you know, they're pretty buttoned up as far as your, uh, your dress code is concerned and your etiquette and stuff like that. Um, it must and, cost a fortune know, to keep that, that, that grass in green. the middle of the desert. Oh Jesus. my God. It's just a crime. How much water gets thrown out there? I'm sure. My parents just got back from Hawaii uh, last week and I was asking my dad about the course that they stayed on, like what the greens fees were for a non-resident and, it was $275 to play 18 holes without a cart at that golf course that they were staying at. And Jeez, man. That's it's not, it's not a cheap sport, is it? Mm-hmm. Nah, not when you get to those resort courses. And that's kind of what you're looking at with Vegas. Like, if you want to go and play golf in Vegas, there are some really cool courses that you can play. But I recommend, like, a stay-and-play package that's, like, you know, all you kind of pay for your golf under the the resort fees and things like that, rather than just going to a course and paying the greens fees, because a lot of times they're really jacked up like that. Yeah, because their 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 water bills are astronomical, so they kind of charge you a shit ton of money. It's crazy, and if there's any sort of like ambiance to the place, the price goes up. Like you don't even have to go to a exotic place. Amy and I are going to go golfing as like an anniversary present to each other, and the reason why that's a present is we're going to go to Salishan Golf Course on the coast by Lincoln City. Yeah. Greens fees, two people in a cart, 450 Because it's $199 yeah. a person plus the cart. That's with no drinks, Jeez, no please. food. And it's like, then that's i got to so be careful. Money. Like, when you take somebody out to something that's that expensive, do you demand they pack snacks or do you <laughs> let them have the full experience? Because you don't want to be that prick who just spent 450 and you still look like a bum at the course. Right. So uh, you, you kind of said to bite the bullet. Yeah, you can just get the fucking hot dog. Yeah, the twelve dollar <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> I, I would. I guarantee you, though, that I would say to Amy, get the twelve dollar hot dog, just so she knows that I know that this is totally ridiculous. You, you, yeah, yeah. Name the price. You got to say the yeah. price. Get the hot dog. The, yeah, the one that's twelve dollars. And because I'll do it again. This is ridiculous. But like when we're when I pay the bill, Amy's she always gets a side of ranch, and half the places will charge you a dollar for a little tub of ranch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Aim a bone for your ranch," just so you know. <laughs> why they would charge yeah. for that? <laughs> well, that's why it's ridiculous. Stupid. Shoot it. Yeah, it's like so. We got a one dollar ranch cup. I hope that was tasty. Look, this was nothing to you. Just give it to me. I just spent forty dollars on on a couple of meals. You know, like just give me the ranch, dude. And just on sides of ranch, like per month, I'm probably spending like a twenty five clip. And it's the same thing when like when you go through a Taco Bell drive through. It's like when they're really stingy with the hot sauce packets through the drive through. Why? 
because you literally have it in a tub that I can just pick from inside. So what is it to you? You don't work there. I can literally just pour the, the shit into my bag inside. What does it matter? Yeah, and they don't, like, shut down your bonus because you went through too much sauce. Yeah. I don't get it. You know, when uh, when I started using the Taco Bell app during COVID to just do, like, quick pickup and, and uh, not have to wait in the drive through line, um, they had a function on there that would allow you to select how many hot sauces you wanted. And the max that it would go to in, in my app anyway was 13. And so I would just put 13 <laughs> hot sauce requests in there. But like I would put like 10 of them. And we started counting in the bag like they were actually listening to my request. They were counting out like 13 per line item and putting them in the bag because I, I restocked my whole cupboard over COVID. Wow. With Taco Bell. Awesome. So- just sauce these people. <laughs> They're going through a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, speaking of hot sauce and fast food places, I got a list here of what your favorite fast food chain says about you. Okay. What your favorite fast food chain says about you. Hmm. Better be firm than endearment only. Spent mm. a lot of money at these places. Uh, Dude, this is a hit. <laughs> I could buy chicken and a pizza hut. You like it, you love it, you know you really want it. The voices mm. I hear whenever you're this is a jam. I want it, I need it, nothing else can beat it. Hot and spicy whenever I'm in town. I do like it hot and spicy, you guys. Yeah. I had a hot and spicy chicken from Wendy's over the weekend. It's delicious. Get it. What is your favorite fast food place? Oh, we talked about this last week. Probably McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And then it, Mickey D's and Wendy's would be the top two. And we, I would say Burgerville's up there for you. Yeah, it's just that's a, you know, it's not, I guess when when, when I'm thinking about like the, the wars, you know, right. like the big dogs, I, I'd like Burgerville when I want to feel better about myself. Uh, Marcus, what's your favorite fast food place? Yeah, we we talked about this a few weeks ago, guys, and I'm the only one that still rides the Taco Bell train in this trio. And and um, I, well, I you're think lucky. That it, you get the chili cheese down there. I probably would hit it up a lot more if I had that. Yeah, I mean, it's one A and one B for me between uh, Mickey D's and uh, and Taco Bell. But I also there's only one Wendy's in the entire city of Eugene, and it's not close to me, so I never go there. We don't have a Burgerville. Um, you know, the the options are just different. I'm so surprised there's no Burgerville I, in Eugene. It, there used am, to be a sign that there was like the last, last Burgerville. Burgerville. It's like right near Corvallis or something. Or? Yeah, it used to be a billboard yeah. forever. And then you so, and I remember driving away from it, going, "They're telling me," and I still didn't get it. I'm screwed. And you know where that Burgerville is? That that's advertising. That's in Monmouth, which is where Western Oregon University is. And it's, I mean, you to know that there's not a Burgerville in Eugene, and also to know that I can drive out into a field west of Corvallis, and there's a goddamn Burgerville in that town, uh, kind of does get under my skin a little bit, to be honest, because yeah. Yeah. Burgerville's onion rings are are out of this world. They're probably the best onion ring I've ever had. The Walla Walla? Meat onions. Yep. Oh, God, they're so good. I'm surprised mm-hmm. I haven't done that. Maybe eventually, you know, I, Burgerville God. seems like it'd be a hit in, in Eugene. But this was a conversation topic 20 years ago. If they haven't pulled the trigger, what the I know. When, are, when are they going to do for? it? Right. Uh, well, and you know, Eugene, finally In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out Burger's finally getting around to it, so. We got Shake Shack, we'll you know. Shake but that's the up. thing, you guys, is is Eugene doesn't get any of these. It's Springfield that gets them. 
Springfield well, got I mean, Sonic. Springfield yeah, got Buffalo it. Wild Wings. You get so, it's, it's like, what, 10 minutes, 15 minutes? And that's you? luxury dining in Springfield. You know, <laughs> yeah. This is where you go on date night and prom and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, proximity to the freeway gets Springfield a lot of those places because we're yeah, a test market yeah. here, but we don't ever get anything. Like we didn't get a CC's pizza, and I still see advertisements Dude, for that goddamn place. And let me day. tell you, it's dope. It's good. I mean, it's not the highest quality pizza, but for you know, when I used to do it in Texas, it was like six or seven bucks. All you can eat. Mm. All you can eat. And you want to stay there for eight hours, fine. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, it's one of those places where you it's got a little nostalgia for you. It feels but I like. remember the pizza being pretty good. I also was a kid, and you know, I don't pizza know. Pizza was just generally right. good at that point. But I, I don't remember it being, you know, it's better than Little Caesars. Mm-hmm. And I like Little Caesars. So, um, I mean, I think it's way better than that. So it's worth upwards of $7. Yeah. <laughs> $2 more than what it is. Yes. Uh, I actually think Little Caesars is raised. Six now, I th- yeah, it's a little, six something. little more. But. Uh, CC's was good, and it, it is irritating that we get these commercials but, you know, places we don't get. So here's a list of what your favorite fast food chain says about you, and this is according to the folks over at Delish.com. All right. Uh, Arby's, which I have not hit up in Arby's in a while, but they do have really good curly fries there, mm-hmm. and I don't mind those sandwiches now and then. The one with a little cheese on it, a little ham. What is that? I don't even know what that was. That roast beef and ham? Pizza. Yeah, beef and cheddar. It's pretty good. I like that. Hot beef wedge. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, we can't get past Arby's without saying, if you do buy their frozen fries, they're pretty awesome. Are, it's they, the are same, they good? They're curlies. It's like, I don't know how they were able to make them the same. Uh, they say, if you like Arby's, you may be a little on the conservative side, since Arby's is a little indistinguishable from other chains, and uh, probably uh, uh, you live your life a little safer than most. Okay. I could see that. You're like, I'm going to get five beef and cheddars and just kind of pump the brakes through this week. <laughs> yeah. Right. One thing that says you're living your life safer is uh, loading up on, you know, a calorie dense sandwich. that has got <laughs> yeah, grease on say, about thirteen hundred calories. The cardiac, which is good, pretty conservative. Uh, Boston Market. They say if you like that, you're you're fond of home cooking and the city of Boston and aren't worried about being trendy or fashionable with your food choices. That came and went here in the Portland area. It, it was here and then it was gone. Yeah. It's uh, like it's like fast Buffet food with I didn't, a dude. I didn't who hands really. It, to you. It, it tasted soggy to me. Yeah, it was like an attempt at home cooking, but just lack of effort. Like Not your aunt's cooking that was in a in a in a little Tupperware container for too long. Yeah, when you eat before you go to her house, because you know <laughs> it's, it's gonna, gonna be like suck. that. Uh, Burger King is on the list. Uh, Burger King, they say. Um, they say respect for the crown, maybe. You, or, you if you're. You may also be a vegetarian, since BK has the best plant-based burger around, and you have a fondness for it, nostalgia. A light mail-in by them there. You know, BK yeah. does remind me of being a kid. I can see the nostalgia part. I've got the nostalgia there, because they used to have, like, a play place. And right. I remember my mom would bring us all in there when, you know, when she was babysitting other people's kids. It was a, just a nightmare, but I remember it as glorious. Burger King is where I started dipping my french fries in my chocolate shake. Ooh, look at that. A little I spot. I started that at Wendy's because I had a Frosty, and yeah. my uncle showed mm-hmm. me that at Wendy's. Yeah, so I learned good. it at Wendy's, too. Uh, Chick-fil-A is on the list. They say that you have a sense of humor because you like the eat more chicken cow, and you're not too picky about the grammar. Oh, my God. <laughs> this stuff's hilarious. About the, uh, about the, like, what, weren't they, like, against gay rights or something like that? Like the, It's a religious they, company. I know that. Yeah. They're, they're not even open on Sunday. Closed on Sunday. <laughs> Which I think is hilarious, too, because what stadium are they in? Atlanta Falcons, uh, where they play. I, yeah. <laughs> Mercedes-Benz, I so believe. So Sunday, the biggest day for the NFL, and they're not open. 
It's just a, they just they literally will, there'll be a Sabaros, there'll be a whatever mm. you know, and then there'll be closed Chick Fil A on Super on you know whatever game day Sunday that is Mercedes Benz Stadium. Like if Bon Jovi plays a Tuesday, you can get a Chick Fil A, <laughs> but you can't on Sunday. But you know oh, what? Whatever, you take their money. You want to rent the place out and not open up? That's your choice. Yeah, get it. Do you guys know about the the Chick Fil A food truck that bebops around Portland from time to time? I've I've seen it on social media, but. We don't have a brick and mortar Chick Fil A anywhere around, that, to my knowledge. But this place claims to be like a bona fide Chick Fil A food truck. Really, Chick Fil A on wheels? That's kind of neat. Do, do, yeah, is it an actual Chick Fil A, or is it kind of like a, like, or is it like Little Nas X with his fake <laughs> Nikes? Chick Fil B. I don't. It, it, using the Chick Fil A logo. Uh, Chick Fil so. B is the name. I love that. Um. So they say, yeah, you have a sense of humor, and you. I'm sorry. I've uh, never had it, so apparently I'm just a dry square. It's okay. I mean, it's not. I, I mean, would. I would eat it. I just haven't had the opportunity. If I'm getting a chicken sandwich, I'd prefer to just go to Wendy's or McDonald's. I mean, quite honestly, they said they were going to build one here two years ago up yeah. the street, and they never broke ground. So I've given up. Uh, so uh, yeah. this right here, real quick about Chick Fil A food truck. They basically serve original Chick Fil A sandwich, spicy chicken sandwich, uh, waffle fries, Chick Fil A nuggets. Canned Coke, Sprite, Diet Coke, bottled water. And they're going to be, I think, uh, looks like the Hoodview Church of God from 11 a.m. May 11th, uh, or to 11 to 7 p.m. May 11th. So you guys can go there tomorrow. Hoodview Church? Yeah. yeah and then it's also in, uh, looks like they kind of frequent like the Woodburn area. Oh. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, it's got the Chick-fil-A logo right I on the side it. of it. Like, I'm looking at it now. It looks legit. I mean, if you, if it isn't legit, you're getting sued. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's kind of a cool idea though. Why not? Yeah. Put it on the road. I mean, imagine if there was a McD's food truck and you just walked by, you'd stop there. Uh, Absolutely. If you're a fan of in and out they say you're an LA culture lover, but the simple part of this chain, uh, the chain menu is something that you really like. You also like, uh, to step up with the, uh, off menu orders. Mm. See, that was the most confusing thing because there was like two things on the menu when I went there, and people are yelling out shit, and I'm like, well, I don't, what do you, I don't see what you're saying. Yeah, they got their little animal style and all the extra add-ons. I didn't have do. anything. Just give me the straight up double double with no lettuce and just plain. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Man. You know, I didn't have any animal style. I don't even know what that means. I think it, that means put some weird sauce on it. It's kind of like a, the sauce is kind of like a Big Mac type of sauce. You know? oh, I wouldn't mind trying it, I guess. Yeah, give it a shot just to have it off the bucket list. But yeah, I'm a standard double cheese. Yeah, I like them plain. Mm-hmm. Uh, KFC. Um, I like KFC. They say you like Southern flavor of all things uh, food and fashion. I don't like the fashion there at all, but I like the food. 
You want some KFC, what are they, Crocs? <laughs> if, if they weren't sold out immediately, you'd be donning a pair. Uh, they say that you you appreciate the old school menu items, including its biscuits that they still have on the menu to this day after all these years. You love the biscuit, don't you? Uh, I'll you get like it. it? I, I get it just to like bite into it. But mm. I don't. I usually never finish it. Yeah, buttermilk biscuit. I wish. I wish KFC had dinner rolls because then I would just destroy those. Yeah, crush them rolls. The only way to do that KFC biscuit is to you cut it in half and you got to do all the packet of honey on one side and all that weird butter squeeze on the other side because mm. it. I mean, those things are drier than a very popcorn dry. fart. Yeah, and say, very dry. <laughs> Marcus, you could put honey and butter on a shoe too. And it would taste pretty well, damn good. What you're doing, isn't it? Um, <laughs> McDonald's says uh, that you're a happy person and you have no problem with late night eats and uh, could be any age. Da, 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 you could da. also care if other folks know that you're a Mickey. You also don't care if other folks know you're a Mickey D's fan. Yeah, that's right. That's I'm proud of it. And, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I don't agree with that. I'll hide. I'll hide my McDonald's. Like I'm the type of guy that if I have McDonald's when my wife's not home, I'll put I'll put it under something in the garbage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think everybody does some of that. Well, I don't type think you want stuff. it to smell either. It's so strong, you know. Like, because if I just transport McDonald's, like I'm the only one who gets in the car, goes and gets it, and brings it back to the house. The next morning when I get in the car, the car for work, smells like it, right? Just like a trash factory because it's old fry at that point. It's glorious when I bring them in, but afterwards, it's not my favorite. Popeyes uh, says that, you're, that you like uh, your food spicy and served family style and know the best chicken when you have it. I do mm. like spicy. I like family style. I don't like Popeyes, though. I didn't think Popeyes was that great. I liked the, when I did, I've only been in there about once in the last decade, and I tried that spicy chicken sandwich. It's really good. It's a big piece of chicken, though. See, I don't like the bigger pieces. See, you're not going to like that, then. Because it's a big, I mean, it's a full-on breast. The, uh, the it's, a, spicy it's a titty of a breast. <laughs> the spicy chicken sandwich at McDonald's, uh, speaking of which, lost a, lost a fan this weekend. My wife tried it for the first time and couldn't get through it. Oh, really? Uh, like, dude, they've got it. I, I mean, this is all of us now, right? You, Tanner, don't like it. I don't no, like I li- it. I like he it. Does, he does I love like it. it. It's my, it's, oh. it's, it's, it was my go-to for a while there. Last, uh, the last time I went, I just got a regular double cheese, but I love it. The 4B... I love it. Yeah, and See, the penny pincher in me is also like, all right, I could get two of these hot and spicy McChickens. It is or expensive. What is it? It's like four, five five bucks. Yeah, almost. five bucks for just the sandwich. And it's like when we start getting to that price, I'm I'm starting to splurge and buy my wife a Big Mac. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let her get that extra <laughs> bun. Um, yeah, I like it. I, I like pretty much anything at McDonald's. Other I mean, yeah, what their, are we doing? Other really? than their their uh, breakfast, I'm not the biggest fan. Of. And that's I, criminal. I in take itself. that back. Remember, you I like you like the hotcakes. I got the hotcakes. I'm and, not a big fan of like the the biscuits or the you know hash brown. Or the hash browns are all right, but uh, I got the hotcakes last time, and I was like, wow, these are really good. So you got the hotcakes and the sausage, and it was good. But so after you did that, I took. My kids on a little road trip, we were getting Egg McMuffins, and I bought them the full breakfast, which is only yeah. like another dollar. You should do that because it had scrambled eggs and pancakes and the sausage. And, like, my kids are picky as hell sometimes, and they grubbed every last bit of it. That sounds good. So yeah, yeah, I'll another, try that. Another bone, you can go full breakfast. Yeah. I'm just so... That's that's oh man I don't know that sounds like getting Denny's at McDonald's like I don't trust it I, <laughs> for I me I'm I'm just gonna get an egg McMuffin a hash brown and a black coffee and I'm good to go but you know kids are a little more you know they need something special 
when I see those pancakes, I always look at them and go, those are perfect pancakes. You can't do that at a McDonald's. That doesn't make sense here. They're There's probably already like, they're probably already made and they just they heat made them up. in 1997. <laughs> very made, well. Yeah, they just heat it up. Uh, and they, you know, like, listen, they're not they're not you're not getting homemade pancakes or Elmer's, but because they did taste a bit soggy. But again, we also had delivery, which that could have contributed to the sogginess. Yeah. And I, it's McDonald's. I mean, I'm not expecting a. I was pretty impressed with, uh, you know, I had a bite off my kids. I, for four Mickey D's, pretty impressive. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Look I, at us defend it in the end. It's like, I'm gonna get you it don't diss the archers. <laughs> I think I'm going to get it. I might get it this weekend. Uh, Taco Bell, I know you like this, Marcus. Now, if you're a big fan of Taco Bell, they say you like bargains, but you're not happy about the menu items that were removed recently. That is me for sure. Uh, you're probably a dog lover as well because of the Taco Bell Chihuahua mascot, they say. Mm. Um, I am a dog lover. I don't know that it's because of the mascot that I like to talk about. That's so the much. only reason you like animals. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, Taco Bell always have a little place in my heart, but they've just taken away literally everything that I loved about Taco Bell. It might as well become a pizza place at this point, you know, because w- <laughs> nothing would surprise me on menu changes. Yeah, you know, I saw a meme they, that said that said uh, Taco Bell to phase out all food by 2024. <laughs> it feels that way. <laughs> I I'll be honest with you guys. There's a few things that still have my heart there. I I love a good chicken quesadilla from Taco Bell. I also love the cheesy gordita crunch, which I think is one of the most underrated fast food items in the world. Period. End of sentence. Um, but I'll you know I can I can stump on that later. If they removed it though. I think I would post up in the front lawn at headquarters because I don't know if I would ever go back if they didn't have the, I mean, I like the chili cheese too, but it's that, that cheesy gordita crunch, that juxtaposition of the soft with the crunchy. Yeah. That's what I liked about the double decker. And they took it away. Ah, yeah. Dude, you gotta you gotta just get off the double decker train. That's a poor man's cheesy gordita crunch. Like, let's step up the game here a little. Bit. I honestly don't know that I've even had that, but I'll I'll have to try it sometime. Uh, Wendy says that you are um, you have a disconcerting taste for fresh, never frozen, uh, and you're a little overwhelmed when Wendy's adds new menu items. Uh, I actually went there over the weekend, and um, I I think that they took some stuff away. I was looking for a burger that I got once with jalapenos on it, and I didn't see it there. Mm. Must have been temporary. That's too bad. But I really liked it. But um, they do have a lot of things on their menu. It does seem a bit overwhelming. Because there was a time where, back when Wendy's used to be across the street from the dorms at the University of Oregon, which I don't even think is a location anymore, but you would go in there and there was a soup bar, there was a salad bar, and then there was just a crazy amount of menu items all the way down to like baked potatoes and the whole deal. And I do remember the salad bars in Wendy's. Yeah, I mean, it was a different style. They were kind of going for a different niche, and now they've all kind of fallen into a race in the same department. I remember they were, like, they were carpeted in there. I mean, like the Wendy's had like carpeted restaurants. It had a different flavor about it. Yeah, like an actual, like, like, a, like a cafe. Like mm-hmm. a, oh. It kind of looked like uh, some of the old Pizza Huts inside, too. It's like a little bit yeah. dimmer lighting, some old, you know, treated like wood. and, and Half really- stained glass window. I miss the old yeah. Pizza Huts. And that's um, what's crazy to me about Wendy's is I, there was a Wendy's a, a couple hours from where I grew up. And so we would go there <laughs> when we went to that town because it had a salad bar, because my mom would be like, look, I'll get the salad bar. You guys can get what you want. And I would always get one of those like deli sandwiches. that's like actually on bread with like lunch meat. Wendy's never felt like fast food to me until I had a fry. And then it was like, OK, now I'm kind of at a fast food restaurant. But yeah, there's a damn salad bar in there, man. I mean, I, where did that go? What made them decide to take that away? I feel like that really sets them apart. Kids as probably a, sneezing on it. 
<laughs> Man, the four hours round trip for Marcus's family to get to that Wendy's, too. Yeah. <laughs> pretty aggressive. Uphill both ways, let me tell you. <laughs> well, it's now time for Marcus's segment, Real Fake News, for Monday, May 10th. Thank you, Tanner. Um, we're going to go to West Midlands here. This is over in the UK. And uh, this company, West Midlands Trains, sent out an email to all of their conductors that operated during COVID-19. And uh, they were basically saying in this email, look, we really appreciate what you guys have done. We appreciate you taking a, a heightened risk and uh, going out and working through the pandemic. So we've decided, the owner of the company has decided we're going to make a one-time payment to our drivers uh, as a token of our appreciation for all your hard work during COVID. Sounds like a pretty sweet deal, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't hear companies doing that very often. Mm -hmm. um, but it turns out that this email that they sent out to 2,500 employees was actually just a phishing, like uh, it was, they created their own scam to test their own security on their, uh, with their emails, essentially. Um, oh, no. they, they fished their own people to see who was going to be vulnerable enough to like click the link. <laughs> and they did it with an email that told a, a whole workforce of people, 2,500 people that they would get uh, a one-time payment uh, after COVID-19, which like that, that right now could mean the the difference between somebody having dinner tonight and waiting until breakfast tomorrow. And, uh, it's just a pretty shitty thing to do. If you ask me, like it, they basically just said, it's a, it's a fishing simulation test. You guys aren't getting anything go back to work assholes and uh you know they're they're catching a lot of flack for it I, I don't know it's a pretty shitty thing to do if you ask me yeah i wouldn't be fishing with something that it was that much of a benefit based on your company you know, like if you're going to fish them use a third party and like oh yeah they're never split they would never give you money why'd you click on that right. but when it's you it's like well i clicked on it because i thought you weren't a dick for a second and <laughs> then i was wrong again thanks for yeah, nothing by the way uh, click the attachment in this email where you will find my two-week notice. Uh, <laughs> I would never, I wouldn't be working for this company anymore. But uh, that's just me. Um, you guys uh, follow horse racing a lot, Drew. I know you like to bet the ponies from time to time. I follow the big races, and that's it. So, did you hear about what happened at uh, Churchill Downs when uh, Medina Spirit tested positive for a banned substance after winning the Kentucky Derby? Mm -hmm. um, in the 24 hours since the owner of that horse. His name is Bob Baffert, has come up with a couple different uh, excuses as to why uh -oh. this horse tested positive. And uh, right now what he's saying is um, one test was caused by one of the horse groomers who took some cold medicine and then he peed on the hay oh. and then the horse ate pee hay oh, and tested positive for cold medicine. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's, oh, that's yeah. his whole story. Right now. Had and, a dollar uh, for it, every it, time it, that it, happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh he also tried to blame cancel culture for uh for one of his horses testing positive. I guess what happens is uh for some reason the groomers put lidocaine on their hands like lidocaine cream and then they rub the, the horse down and then the horse absorbs the lidocaine which they can't have it's a banned substance because it's a painkiller if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. And my advice would be to stop having like arthritic people rub down your horses. Like why do they need lidocaine on their hands? What kind of work are they doing where they've got so much pain that they're putting pain cream on before they go rub a horse? Yeah. And it, it also affects inflammation. And we were talking about this a little bit earlier is if a horse doesn't feel pain, same thing with when Lance Armstrong was taking PEDs, a lot of the stuff was to make the acid in your legs and the inflammation not burn and hurt and make you want to slow down or stop. And if that's not cheating, I really have yeah. no idea of the definition. 
they're look, you're running up. Let's not forget that it's 2021 right now. And you're running up against, uh, I think some probably real thin ice because, you know, just recently we had a bunch of greyhounds test positive for meth <laughs> and they're racing those things. And now we got horses eat, quote unquote, eating pea hay and testing positive for cold medicine. Like animal rights, people aren't going to, they already don't like these races. They already think that they're uh, a bit cruel to these animals. This isn't going to help. You better stop. Yeah, you better stop with this type of press, and, and especially because now everybody's going over it with a fine-tooth comb. Um, if your horse even twitches after it gets off the track, you know they're going to pee test it. So, uh, I, yeah, I just I thought that one was kind of funny. Pee hay is the uh, excuse of the day. So There's no uh, finally- way, there, real quick, there's no way that it's a coincidence either that there's been this many positive tests for the drugs, which means it's happening across the sport. This guy's just getting caught. But there's a definite connection between that and the fact that for the first time that I remember, horses are just falling over dead on the track. I mean, that's super crazy, right? Is that another level of exhaustion? If you were doing that to, say, your pet, that would never be allowed. So why would it be allowed to do it to a a beautiful horse? Money. That's mm-hmm. the only thing. And there's so much damn money running through horse racing. It's unbelievable the amount of money. I oh, mean, yeah, I, I know a guy that breaks racing horses uh, for a living, and they'll sell a horse that's like, oh, this one's got that that little bit of it, uh, of speed in it, and it goes for, you know, fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 when the thing's like a year old. Dude, a and handful just- of, of horse load goes for that. <laughs> I mean, every time this thing gets a, a little twinkle in its eye, it's blowing dollars i mean that's just what it's doing right (laughs) oh man and finally guys i think i might have uh the uh the premise for a movie here uh we're gonna go to texas and talk about this lawyer his name's james bellagia and he's known in texas as the dwi dude uh because he he specializes in getting people off of uh driving while intoxicated cases which is so just a real hard sell morally all the way across the board, but <laughs> we're gonna just forget about that and I'm talk about what lives. This guy, right. uh, this guy is—he's uh, been charged for bribing international cocaine traffickers, and you can't make this up. The, this guy is, was in with a Colombian cartel. There's a Colombian cartel member that's facing charges in both Colombia and the United States. Who's about to be extradited to Texas. So this lawyer goes down and meets with them and says, look, pay me $2 million. I will bribe some officials and we will make your charges uh, less intense. You won't have to spend as much time in prison. I'll get some money in some certain people's pockets and we'll try to make this go away as best we can for you. Well, it turns out that uh, Mr. Bellagia didn't ever want to bribe anybody. They, uh, they, they, <laughs> The FBI found out about this thanks to the international drug traffickers. And went in on investigating Mr. Bellagio, where they found that while he was telling this guy that he was going to bribe officials, he was just lining his own pockets with this $2 million. And for whatever crazy reason that I will never be able to understand, the international drug smugglers went to the FBI to report this guy rather than doing drug smuggle things like putting different (laughs) pieces of them all the way across Columbia. Well, even even they have a line. Yeah, let's be civilized. Dude. (laughs) I mean, even the FBI is like, we don't really know why they decided not to do cartel things. They should, because yeah. this is, I mean, Cement you get caught for stealing two million dollars from the cartel, you are dead right now. Mm, <laughs> you, right. You, your your life expectancy is effectively zero. And this guy, 
Um, he's just kind of bold, dude. He was a cop before he ever became a lawyer. He's been uh, charged with money laundering before. Um, and, he, and this was sophisticated, too, because he had multiple individuals depositing just under $10,000 at multiple different banks and multiple different accounts. That $10,000 mark is the daily threshold for a deposit. If you go over 10 grand in a day depositing stuff, it it ticks a box and they look into those kind of deposits. So this guy had his friends going around and depositing, you know, nine grand here, eight grand there. And uh, he'd already received payments of $70,000 and $120,000. And he was just off living large. I mean, he, he was literally going to take this money and just, I guess, retire. Um, and I hope you were going to get a long ways away from Columbia because I wouldn't go back there if I was this guy after he gets done with being in prison for 15 years. Right. I'd be nervous being in prison, too. They know where you're at. Yeah. When Lil yeah. Diablo shows up at your room one day years from now and cuts your sack off while you're awake, <laughs> that's not going to be good. I would never touch well, that money. And the, the way that this guy's doing it is he's literally getting somebody extradited to Texas, and now he's going to prison in Texas. So that's probably what it is. It's like, I, I'm sure the Colombian drug cartel member went to the FBI and was like, yeah, this is happening. And uh, as a token of your appreciation for me bringing it to your attention, I would also like to be in the same prison as Mr. Bellagia. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just get, go ahead and beat him with a, a sock full of oranges or something. I don't know. But, I, I mean, this movie... If you could get the right guy to play this dude, because he's a 65 year old man with a long mane of flowing white hair and a huge white goatee that goes down like to the middle of his chest. He looks like a biker. Nice. If, you could, cast this, if you could cast this correctly, this would be a badass movie. I think sounds, make sounds it a little like bit a good of plot. I like it. And that's it. All right. <laughs> and I'm done. And we'll see you next week or tomorrow. I wish it were next week. You've been listening to Tanner and Drew's Donkey Show. Hear it daily at 1059thebrew.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.